0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on the BetQL Audio Network.
2: BetQL and Radio.com have partnered up to help you beat the sports books. Use our promo code DAILY for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps sports bettors of all types, from the first-time bettors to hardcore, make more informed betting decisions using data and analytics. Use our promo code DAILY for 20% off any subscription. It's BetQL Daily here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., Eastern time on the radio.com um, app. We're streaming there around 1430 in Denver. You can find us streaming live on YouTube, the radio.com sports page, and of course, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, and over at radio.com. We welcome onto the show for the first time Anthony Ovogon on Twitter. He's it at its underscore trace. He's a pro better. He focuses on college hoops and major league baseball. And, uh, Anthony, a lot of us very thrilled about uh, these conference tournaments as we're moving on more games this morning. Uh, but not the news we were looking for with the Duke blue devils. Uh, they had a positive test, so they are not going to be playing tonight. How does that impact you today? Did you, uh, do you have that game circled between uh, Florida state and the blue devils?
3: Yeah. So I actually had, uh, Floor, uh, the ACC Tournament Future on Florida State at 2-1, to one. so I was actually pretty thrilled to hear that news about Duke being out for the rest of the tournament. Um, other than that, yeah, we have uh, up to 10 uh, games on Kim Palm with over a 70-thrill score, uh, which is pretty bananas. Uh, loaded slate, uh, conference tournament Thursday is one of the best days of the college basketball season, and uh, a lot of excitement leading up to Selection Sunday. So Anthony, uh, for people that
0: aren't as familiar, tell me about, please don't tell me a lot about Ken Palm. Uh, There's somebody that's part of the show that that's all he talks about is Ken Palm. So I don't need to hear a lot about Ken Palm. I do want to know though, the over 70 on what'd you call it? The thrill Uh, to explain that. Yeah. So Ken Palm
3: has uh, a thrill score just based on, uh, excitement level, uh, best games of the slate and, uh, Typically, uh, 70, one of marquee game, uh, big Tuesday type, type of, uh, matchup. And we have, uh, over seven, nine games, uh, 70, 70 or higher today. Uh, so obviously without Duke and Florida State, we'll have eight. But, uh, yeah, things are really looking, uh, like March Madness at this time of the year.
0: What about Anthony, uh, West Virginia and Oklahoma State?
3: Yeah, so another game that, uh. I don't have any action on. Uh, Oklahoma State at plus four, though, is uh, a little appealing. Uh, Some things that West Virginia struggles defensively has really been uh, dribble penetration, Uh, especially ever since they went small with uh, the departure of Oscar Sheboy. Uh, They've taken space, uh, much smaller defensively, and Oklahoma State uh, really gets downhill. Uh, Cade Cunningham. Uh, number one pick, best player in the country. Um Oklahoma State won this game without Cade. Uh it was actually Huggins was going for a wimmer nine hundred. Uh here at conference tournament setting, uh would would think West Virginia probably bounces back strong. Oklahoma State does quite a few things though that uh can really give this team fit. And if West Virginia is not having a hot day from the three point line, which has been uh kind of their strength and the big 12 play uh things could get a little tough for them but uh yeah not not, probably lean to the over i think both offenses should have plenty of success
2: uh, this is BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker. Our guest, Anthony Ovogon. he's a pro better. covers uh, college basketball at its underscore trays on Twitter. Anthony, tell us about the games that you do have some action on. We, we don't care which ones they are. They all catch the same to us. Uh,
3: yeah, so Seton Hall, uh, minus one and a half against St. John's. I believe that's up to two and a half now. I'll take that anything uh, three or below. Uh, it's really a buy low, sell high spot with uh, Seton Hall um these two teams played twice in the regular season they split uh st john's actually won the season finale uh seton hall was up 18 to zero in that game the first seven minutes uh went to half up 10 and the Johnnies never looked back and uh won that game by 10 and (coughs) sorry about that uh seton halls i think their defense is due for quite a bit of positive regression uh opponents are shooting 36.9% 36.9% from three against them, which is 315th in the country, and 75.3% from the free throw line. So they really aren't getting any kind of uh, opponent shooting luck. Um, they're top 20 in experience. Uh, they're out on the outside looking into the bubble. And uh, Kevin Willard uh, Nugget that was just actually sent to me uh, nine and zero against the spread over over the last five years in the Big East tournament. Uh, get to the tournament setting. <coughs> Coaching really becomes important. Uh, the ability to adjust from the regular season, especially first game of the tournament, getting a few days to prep. I really hold uh, Kevin Willard of Seton Hall in much higher regard than Mike Anderson. And uh, you know, Seton Hall, Saint John's loves to play at frenetic pace. Uh, Seton Hall loves to slow it down. Uh, they can put Mamu at the middle of that zone, at the middle of that press and uh, his versatility can really help uh, get past their ball pressure. And I think just playing this game a week ago where they got off to such a hot start and then looked lackadaisical. It's like they thought they were going to coast after an 18 zero start. I think we see a, a pretty desperate effort, especially after seeing Xavier lose yesterday, who was on the bubble. I think this is a big opportunity for Seton Hall given their draw to potentially play a banged-up Villanova team and get another Q1 win tomorrow.
0: Uh, I love Keaton Hall here. Rutgers, Indiana. I know this much, Anthony. Uh, Eli Hershkovich will be betting on Rutgers. He bets on them every single game. Will you be as well?
3: Yeah, so I think I'll be joining Eli there. Uh, Rutgers minus three. Great bet in my opinion. IU will be with without Armand Franklin for what will be their fourth game in a row. Uh he's really the only user guard who can hit jump shots. Everything's going to run through Trace Jackson Trace Jackson Davis for Indiana. Uh they post him up a ton. Uh they rank 68th in field goal attempt rate at the rim. Rutgers allows 55% field goal percentage at the rim, which is 66th best nationally. Uh IU grades in the 94 percentile on post-ups uh miles johnson uh ruckers center is an excellent defender he's six eleven with a 7 uh one wing stand really uh tough in the paint if he as long as he doesn't get in foul trouble they do have cliff Omarui. marui is a talented big freshman another guy who they can throw looks on trace jackson davis and uh you know ruckers hasn't made the tournament since 1991 uh last year was obviously their Best team in a while that obviously got spoiled with COVID. I think we see uh, today's the start of Rutgers' March run. And uh, I think we see a strong performance against the shorthanded Indiana team who is possibly will be without Race Thompson, too, who is uh, their starting power forward, who's played a large majority of minutes. Um, If he's out, that just makes their bench even worse In They've been playing three or four freshmen, uh, not all who are not very highly touted recruits, and uh, you know, this should be a good spot for Rutgers <clears throat> to come out in indie, put on a strong performance, and uh, really start their March run.
2: All right, very good. Uh, with pro better Anthony Ovogon, uh, this is Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker on BetQL daily. Uh, the, these Big 12 matchups are, are terrific, even though. Uh, We haven't even gotten to the semis here. Um, How about Oklahoma and Kansas later on today? The Jayhawks are favorite about two and a half.
3: Yeah, so I bet Oklahoma plus two and a half here. Uh, Big, big news yesterday coming out out Kansas without uh, starting center David McCormick due to COVID contact tracing. Uh, These two went one and one in the regular season. Uh, Oklahoma's Brady Manick was a non-factor in both games as he was dealing with his own COVID issues. Uh, He's become a real monumental part of uh, Lon Kruger's five-out offense, playing him at the five, uh, which has allowed them to put Elijah Harkless, one of the best on-ball defenders, uh, at a small ball four, who doesn't give you much offensively, but because of Manick's ability to space the floor at the
2: five, being a terrific three-point shooter. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,
3: Uh, Lon Kruger runs great pick-and-pop action with two talented guys in the backcourt and Austin Reeves and De'Veon Harmon. Uh, guard play, very critical in March. Uh, Kansas' resurgence, uh, winning seven of the last eight, I believe. Uh, Dick McCormick has the highest usage rate in the Big 12, and he has leads the Big 12 in field goal percentage. Uh, he's taken 30% of Kansas' shots. Uh, taking him out of the equation on short rest against a pretty stout Oklahoma team who defends on the perimeter very well, but can be beaten up inside. I think losing his presence, uh, Kansas don't really have great perimeter scores. You know, O'Shea obahi their best their best guy, but without McCormick uh, really brings everyone up one spot on the scouting report. Uh, lose a, a blame protector. McCormick graded uh, top 75 percentile, both offensively and defensively. And so I think this sets up for a a really good spot for Oklahoma. Uh, They lost their last four games, the regular season, by under two possessions. Uh, Came out one yesterday. Looked pretty dominant against Iowa State, besides the last final 10 minutes, which lost them a cover. But I'd expect uh, Oklahoma to come out, their guard play, to uh, really show out tonight and get get an underdog win.
0: Last one, Texas Tech, Texas. Anthony, what do you got?
3: Yeah, so I bet Texas plus one and a half here. Uh, I'm pretty high on Texas. Have been all year. Um, pretty shaky group, but I think they're ceiling, especially in a tournament setting. Uh, talented, talented backcourt, experienced backcourt between Matt Coleman uh, Courtney Ramey and Andrew Jones. Uh, they can really stretch TCU's pack line defense. Um, they shoot the three very well, even their four guys, Greg Brown, you can stretch it and their front court depth, uh, just length and athleticism between Greg Brown, Kai Jones, and Jericho Sims, all who, uh, are going to get NBA looks really <clears throat> get in trouble with foul trouble. Uh, Texas, if their guards get beat off the dribble, uh, puts their big, had pretty low defensive IQ. They think that they can block everything super athletic. They get in foul trouble often. And in these two regular season matchups, Texas Tech took advantage of that, shot uh, over 25 free throws in each game. But the way Texas Tech runs offense, a lot of screening, a lot of movement uh, with Chris Beard's motion offense. And I don't think they have the uh, guys that can put it on the deck really expose this perimeter defense for Texas and they're just gonna bring everything in and Texas Tech loves to score from that mid-range area two-point jumpers and uh, I think that's really gonna suit Texas's strength uh really allow their length to disrupt and uh both of these games I mean Texas Tech won the first won the first game on pretty dramatic fashion in Austin uh Texas shot the ball incredibly well in that game probably uncharacteristically well at 13 and 25. But they can get that hot and deserve to win that game. The second game, Texas Tech won. That was really close. One to two
2: possession game late. Uh, I think shock- Gotcha. At its underscore Trace on Twitter, Anthony Ovogone. Anthony, best of luck today. And uh, once we get the brackets set on Sunday, Eli Herskovich is going to drop by. It's going to be a lively conversation on the BETQL Audio Network.